Welcome to the Book of Caleb, a space where you can say what you're really thinking. I'm your host, Lauren Caleb. Join me as I discuss how to manage and rationalize all of the things in a distracting world. From current happenings to wellness, beauty, diet, family, home, and more, laugh and learn something too. This is the Book of Caleb. Here it is, guys. Episode 10 of the Book of Caleb. Welcome back. Um, So Michael is going to be hosting episode 10. And maybe there's a pattern going on here because episode 5, I also passed over the mic to Michael and he was allowed to host. So we'll see what Michael's troubles get us into this time. No, Uh, For somebody who loves sports so much during a time when there's zero sports going on, it's amazing how he can still bring it to the table and have interesting, I guess, I think they're interesting, and you will too, um, items to talk about. So hope you're all doing well and enjoy. Every so often, I decide to let my guard down and do something stupid. And I'd say that's Right now, with the Book of Caleb, 20% of the time, technically, we are on episode 10, and that means it's every five episodes, it's Mike's turn to host. Now, most of you didn't know that was the case because we've only done Mike's turn to host once, which was, if you do the math, episode five. So like I said, we one out of every five episodes, Mike's going to host. And we're on episode 10, so I have to reluctantly pass over the baton or the microphone to Mike and get this show on the road. Welcome, Michael, or should you be welcoming me? Welcome, Lauren. I will take that baton from you that you just passed me, grab it, sprinting ahead of the competition, and I'm going to finish the race, um, hopefully in first place. Am I one-fifth of the host that you are? Probably. Um, yeah, on a good day. On a good day. Okay. Well, I'm going to say on a day like today, I'm five-fifth. Five-fifths. That's tough to get out. 100% of the host you are. Looking forward to the opportunity once again. Let's see what happens. As I've stated previously, I have kind of two areas of expertise um, that I like to focus on pretty much on a day-to-day basis. One being a father and a parent to my two sons, Drake and Cortland ages five and now Cortland he's getting up there was he 14 months now I think he just turned 14 months a couple days ago um then also sports would be my other area of expertise um can I just say that your wife is not included in that expertise bundle bundle well so you personally well my expertise then in regards to you would be a great husband a fabulous husband a husband that does it all and more I, that's kind of a <laughs> foregone conclusion, at least it is in my in my brain. A humble husband. Humble husband, yes. Very nice. Okay, yeah. Um, that's not on your list, but continue with okay. sports. Well, yeah. So sports or parenting. Let's let's start off with sports. Um, we obviously know this is quarantine. This is pandemic time. No actual sports are going on. But just in this last week, um, it's been a very active sports period, largely largely due to the NFL draft, which took place on Thursday. Um. So there's a lot of buildup to this draft. There hasn't been any sports going on. This is going to be the first ever virtual draft. What's going to happen? Is this mm-hmm. going to be weird? Is this going to be awkward? Is going to have the same drama? Um, 
is someone not going to hit the wrong thing. I think we're all, we all do fancy football nowadays. Um, and there's always issues with fancy football. Oh, I, I clicked on the wrong player. Someone will say, I, I need a redo. Was this going to happen? How, how can that happen? Can you accidentally select the wrong player? A lot of these horror stories and things that people were imagining could have gone wrong. It wasn't like that. It didn't. That didn't happen. So wait, what were the other horror stories we tried besides selecting the wrong player in the real NFL draft, virtual NFL well, draft? Let's say there's a bad connection because you're you're always on the clock. So for the first round, you have ten minutes. Well, let's say there's some sort of a bad connection between the you know internet, Cleveland Browns, and yeah, the internet, and they couldn't get on. Oh, their time ran out. Oh, well, Cleveland Brown misses their turn. On to the next team. On to the Raiders or whatever. So. <laughs> Which is funny because um, would that actually happen? Would it just go to the next team? This actually took place with my team, the Minnesota Vikings. Um, don't know what year. I was in college. Um, our time ran out. We were the, either the eighth or ninth pick, so then they just skipped us because no. we didn't get our pick in. We fell back two positions. We claimed to have still gotten the player we wanted. Um, his name was Kevin Williams, and he actually turned into an all-pro defensive tackle. So that part of it turned out, but there was a dispute on how much – he was going to get paid as a rookie because we were saying, well, we drafted you 11, but he was saying, well, you were meant to draft me eight. You're just time right now. And back then it was whatever position you were drafted in, that's how much you got paid. Uh, so there was, oh. a big, there was a big controversy on how much he was going to get paid. It all got sorted out, but that happened to the Vikings of all teams. And um, that's the only documented time. Yeah. And it was weird. Cause then like, it almost happened again the next year with the Vikings, which is weird, but it didn't. Uh, <laughs> but anyways, none of that happened. Um, this, this was weird. The draft, it was still a lot of fun. Um, but it was weird. I thought the weirdest part was Roger Goodell. I'm not a fan of him. Most people aren't. Can you explain who that is? He's the the commissioner of the NFL. What, what his role is? I don't know. I feel like his role his number one role is to make as much money as possible for the owners. I feel like, um, and he takes a lot of the heat, you know, a lot of the controversy, the concussion controversy over the years. He's always kind of been the person. Everyone just comes down on Goodell. I feel like he takes a lot of uh, yeah, the heat off the owners. That's kind of his role. Okay. I, I don't know. But he's always out there every draft announcing all the first-round draft picks. Um, and he always just, just gets booed um, relentlessly by, by everybody. Um, Which you couldn't do at the virtual draft. Exactly, right? You couldn't do that. Well, so he was down, I don't know if it was his actual basement in his home. I'm assuming it was. Or a makeshift basement. <laughs> I, I don't It looked like his basement because it was kind of... It looked like a Roger Goodell basement. I don't know. He's trying to be fun, but he's kind of dull. He doesn't really have much of a personality whatsoever. Um, and there's this TV, which had a zoom on it, and it showed like 20 different little zoom squares on the TV of whatever team was up drafting. So it would be a bunch of Eagles fans or a bunch of Bengals fans. Uh-huh. So then before it seemed like every pick, it would cut to him in his basement, and he'd be talking to this TV going, oh, that's all you guys got? You can boo me better than that. Go ahead, boo me better than that. Oh my god! It's, it's just cringeworthy to see this going on. Just about every pick, it seemed like. Um, so that was very lame, but not not surprising from Roger Goodell. Um, but um, that being said, you know there was no issues, no technical issues whatsoever. Um, everyone got their picks in. They were very clear about who was being picked, and you know um, it went pretty smoothly in that regard. Um, I will say. So then they had they had cameras set up at everyone's different houses, all the draft picks houses. Um, and it was funny because you'd always see their immediate family member, like pretty much. So it'd be the the person getting drafted, 
who would then be on the phone with you presume would be his um, agent I guess or the or the team you weren't really sure who he's talking to yeah the coach or yeah something, there was right? there was kind of a delay I guess too which was kind of odd about they would say the pick is in so the number one overall pick was Joe Burrow so Joe Burrow is selected by the Cincinnati Bengals and there'd be like I don't know 15 20 seconds delay before he's reacting to that okay uh, so that that was kind of interesting to watch as well um but it was it was fine. It didn't ruin the experience by any means. But like I was saying, so he, so the person he drafted would be on the couch with like his mom and dad, girlfriend, um, and then maybe maybe a sibling, maybe a girlfriend. So at most it'd be like five or six on the couch. But then off camera, there there was probably ten to fifteen people in the house. Um, and many times you would see like the mom sitting, like waving back to them, like no 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 don't come in here yet you know because it'd be like 10 15 people they're technically breaking the social distancing rules and the you know the gathering of 10 people or less ordinances right which is in all the states that was clearly taking place in all these households uh, so that was that was just funny funny to see um and you, you can't blame them no but uh it was just kind of funny we're having this virtual draft but then meanwhile these households are clearly have more than 10 people in them to celebrate this and they're having a party um which is going against you know why we're having this virtual draft so hopefully the COVID 19 didn't spring up in some of these uh, yeah what areas. if what if of all these nfl rookie players mm-hmm. <laughs> get diagnosed with coronavirus I, I, I don't know uh so that was uh, another interesting aspect to it um when it comes to the actual draft picks we're not going to break down who i think's great or whatever i will say the packers first round they were the ones that shocked everybody they have a pro bowl hall of fame quarterback aaron Rodgers, who's not in his prime but just re-upped his deal which i want to say last year big contract they went ahead and traded up which everyone presumed it was going to be for um defensive purposes because that's where they were lacking last year was defensively and they got destroyed in the playoffs by the 49ers because they couldn't stop the run so defensive tackle linebacker someone nope they picked a quarterback to i guess replace their current hall of fame quarterback who is aaron Rodgers. um aaron Rodgers has openly said he wants more help whether it be wide receiver or some sort of skill position or um whatever pretty much any other position than quarterback because drafting another quarterback doesn't help aaron Rodgers at all obviously um so that shocked a lot of people how does aaron Rodgers react to that he's kind of um a touchy character anyway kind of a sensitive kind of guy um the funny thing is this happened the same exact thing happened we'll just say about 15 years ago when brett Favre, hall of fame quarterback um, was a Green Bay Packers quarterback, obviously, and they drafted Aaron Rodgers end of the first round, just like they did with this guy. It's literally the same thing. Okay. And then Rodgers took over for Favre. Man, probably either Rodgers' third or fourth season. I don't know if he's sat behind Favre for either two or three seasons. I, I forget. But Favre had, like, <laughs> moved on and retired. Like, Favre played every season. It's not like Aaron Rodgers took over and, like, started playing while Favre was still on the team. Correct, yeah. Okay. But he was kind of kind of forced out because Favre felt I don't know it was a very weird time because he did technically retire and they came out of retirement and we know the story played for the Jets I don't know if you knew that oh, he played for yeah, the Jets I forgot about that retired came out then played for the Vikings um, which was a fantastic season and I'm fine with that <clears throat> if Jordan Love somehow forces the hand of the Packers or Aaron Rodgers feels like okay they want this guy to be the guy he can go ahead and leave Green Bay I've already fantasized about this I could see him just suiting up in the purple 
Oh uh, my god! And being the Vikings quarterback all over again, just like Brett Favre. Oh god! Because I I didn't want Favre at first. So I like hated Favre. He's the Packers and ne- nemesis of the Vikings. Yeah. But he became a Viking, and we had that 09. That's one of my favorite seasons. My second favorite team. Favorite team is '98 Vikings. But that 09 Brett Favre led Vikings team was a, they're they're a very successful team. Um, but just a fun, awesome team. And at, those two times we played the Packers that year, and we beat the Packers twice that year with Favre as our quarterback. There was nothing sweeter than that. Right. There's their icon playing for the hated Vikings, beating them, um, and he had two great games. Oh, just and I think about those two games against the Packers in 09. Some highlights of uh, my sports life for sure. <laughs> okay. Interesting. So why – who was the quarterback? What was his name that was picked this year by the Packers? Jordan Love. Okay, Jordan Love. Why do you think they picked Jordan Love? This is interesting. I'm glad you asked that question. Um, I'll give you one name. Patrick Mahomes. People well, are comparing comparing two. this guy to Patrick Mahomes. Really? That's a first and a last name. Two. <laughs> Pat Pat Mahomes. I thought you were uh. just going to say Patrick, and I had to guess the last. But I'm just glad you did say Mahomes because then I knew what you're talking about. Um, a lot of similarities to Mahomes. Uh, he's not. He he can't be Patrick Mahomes. And people are, I thinking you know, wow, look at the Chiefs. Look what they found. Um, we've got to find someone like that. He's got, I guess, similar skill sets. I don't know a lot about Jordan Love. He played at a small school, Utah State. I've seen some of these highlights. Utah State. I know. I know. And, uh, yeah, I, I don't know. I feel like there's only a couple schools worse than saying Iowa's, Iowa State. Iowa State, right. Or something, like, for me, like, people, like, out of outside of Iowa. Where'd you go to school? I'm like, Iowa State? Yeah, no. <laughs> he's not a title tender team um, by any means. It's not a Power Five conference mountain west i want to say maybe um maybe boise state's in their division who would be the best team who boise state's usually like a top 20 team um so yeah uh utah state you know not not a big time school by any means um so his competition is not top tier competition so i definitely think it's a huge um i'd say i don't people are saying it's a huge gamble i don't know that it's that big of a gamble uh, you because need to it, have it's somebody, yeah, and it's later first round. If it's a top ten pick and you're doing that, like the Bears did with Mitchell Trubisky, which was the same draft as Patrick Mahomes, um, the Bears traded up for the number two pick overall, either two or three. I think it was two. Drafted Mitchell Trubisky, okay, and they could have pa- that. They could have drafted Patrick Mahomes, okay. Okay. <laughs> he is a fledgling, below average quarterback for the Bears, who's probably going to lose his starting job this year to. Uh, veteran named nick Foles, who's had very limited success in his career but he did have a super bowl run um a couple years ago with the eagles um which he performed well in the playoffs so anyways but he's been a pretty much a lifetime backup quarterback nick Foles. well they brought him in now because the, the bears don't have confidence in mitchell trubisky nor should they uh he's shown no signs of improvement he's he's bad he's just not he's a below average quarterback okay. anyways and that's setting back the bears big time um and yeah, they could have had Patrick Mahomes. So that that move by the Bears is a it's a huge gamble that's not going to pay off and is going to set them back. If Jordan Love doesn't work out for the Packers, um, I don't know what sets them back all that far. I mean, they still have Aaron Rodgers for these couple of years, but it's more like to me, it's wasting your time with Aaron Rodgers because I do see him as a Hall of Fame quarterback, um, and I still see him definitely as a top five quarterback in the league right now. So Jordan Love doesn't help you win a Super Bowl right now with Aaron Rodgers. Um, you could have drafted any other position to make your team better right now for this season, um, but Jordan Love doesn't do that. 
in any aspect. Yeah. He's just going to be sitting on the sidelines. So that's why it's a controversial um, gamble pick, if you will. So how much did Jordan Love get paid? First round picks, it's different. The new CBA, um, uh, well, the newer CBA, they just signed a new CBA. What's a CBA? Collective collective bargaining agreement between the owners and the players. Yeah. Um, Which they just signed a new one. So that, that other one I'm referring to may have been like 10 years ago. Because the first round draft pick salaries used to be enormous. But then the previous CBA, which probably was 10 years ago, 2010, I want to say, um, it slotted the rookie salaries. It brought them way down. Um, they're much more reasonable. They don't hamstring a franchise like it used to. So Okay. So it's not, it's not a, a crap ton of money, especially okay. in the later rounds, or the later of the first round. So I need a cough now. i got a bug in my throat, so bear with me here. All right. <coughs> That was the NFL draft. It was fun. Coronavirus. Oh gosh, nah, I I think I have I think I already have it. Um, I think I probably have antibodies at this point. We need to get the antibody test. Well, to really prove. And this. is that available? What is that? I need to Google if that's actually really a thing. It's going down in New York City. I, I think a lot. Antibody tests. Something about I saw something about fourteen percent of people that have. Yeah, I don't I don't know those figures, but I feel like New York City has it. But it's very limited supply. I feel like I read something last night that was like you're the um, not authentic the reliability of the antibody tests that oh, are circulating. Yeah. There's like it, it's way too high sure. of a fail yeah. or false positive or something like that. Where it's like it should be in like two percent, but it's like fourteen percent of the kits that. No, well maybe that's what I saw. Okay, it's something like that. Gosh, it. I try to like check in or check out and then I'll check back in for a little bit and yeah, I know. like we've said before if you want inaccurate information come right here come to, us, yeah. to the book of Caleb because I could well I, I think we can kind of write into some of our predictions though we, like, we knew April was canceled and we said to cancel May um, for the most part half of May is done and sure. I think all of May is going to be done <sighs> this is going to definitely stretch into June June may be canceled no our summer may be canceled I think it's a real it's not gonna be normal summer by any means. But so just write that off. It's, it's it's frustrating for sure, yeah. <clears throat> um but you know, that's why I'm putting this content out there. This book of Caleb, bringing it to you every week, every five episodes you're getting my take. Um hopefully this is helping people push through this rough patch, right. if you will, in how human to, history. Like yeah. I said in my intro, how to rationalize all of the things in a distracting world. It's that's tough. in my intro. Do you even listen to these? Your intro to this? The intro to the podcast, mm-hmm. the Book of Caleb in general. I don't. You know, I have like an intro, and yeah. then an intro, intro, and then I introduce you, on and your, then introductions. I do this on my podcast. <laughs> on your phone, you can hit the jump ahead fifteen seconds. Oh yeah. So if you hit it like six times, yeah, then you're like three or four minutes into it, and you get away from that all that fluff and intro stuff. I know, but then why does everybody do it? I feel like obligated. I have to have opening credit intro, and then introduce the episode and then in the beginning of the episode you kind of have to introduce what you're talking about again it's like three yeah. intros in every freaking podcast which is kind of annoying you're trying to keep it professional i guess i don't know yeah or i'm like just follow it towing the line or something i should do my conclusion first yep just to throw Switch people. it out yeah I like, like think i'll actually i'll just upload a whole um episode that's in reverse okay like, i have the like capability to just like make it sound like it's all backwards, like reverse the audio. Mm-hmm. And so it's like, if I said, wow, it would sound like wow on the other side too, because wow is. Oh, it's W-O-W either way. It's a... Oh, it's spelled. Yeah. But would it sound? Okay. Wow. It's a palindrome, like race well, car. I, yeah. Hmm. 
like I said, one more thing about NFL draft. So the Vikings got a wide receiver who I wanted, um, Justin Jefferson out of LSU. That is a good pick. Our last first round wide receiver pick, Laquan Treadwell, did not work out. Excuse me? At all. Pretty much the Vikings' history of first round picks have all been misses except for our best draft pick of all time and my favorite human being of all time, Randy Moss. Oh, I thought he was the 1998 draft. Um, what Justin Jefferson is not going to be Randy Moss, but uh, I think he has the capabilities of being a Stefan Diggs type caliber player which is what we're hoping for because we gave up digs to the Bills mm-hmm. in return. We got this first round, first round draft pick. Um, he's got all the talent in the world, so as long as he comes in, puts in the work, he's going to be a productive player. So happy with that. Um, the rest of the draft, we kept trading back to accumulate more and more picks, so who knows? The draft is a crapshoot. It really is. Um, is but. there anything, though, for sure this year in this round? Like, you're like, that is a for sure going to be a good player. I, I don't know. I think, you know, everyone's obsessed with the quarterbacks, and the first-round quarterbacks is always the major talking point. I, I'll just go out there. I think Tua Tagaviola, if I'm saying that right. He's Hawaiian. It's a tough last name. I think he is the best um, quarterback, not the overall number one, which is Joe Burrow. I think Tua is going Tua. to the Miami Dolphins. I think he was the best um, quarterback drafted. Uh, we'll see if I'm right about that. Did Tom Brady's team get any good picks? Buccaneers. That's interesting. So, um, a lot of people said the offensive lineman from Iowa, his name's Tristan Wirfs, was going to be the number one offensive lineman taken, um, probably in the top five. He fell all the way to number 14. The Buccaneers saw this, so they traded up to the 14th spot to draft that offensive lineman to protect said Tom Brady. Why did he fall? I, you know, No one knows, because... He had a great career in Iowa. Iowa's known for putting out just stud offensive linemen year after year that are NFL ready. He did really good at the combine. So I don't know. I think some people were questioning like his motor or his tenacity, which you have to have as an offensive lineman, um, which I don't see any issues with that. So What does that mean, tenacity or your motor? You have to have kind of an edge, a mean streak to you if you want to be, um, you know, maybe a Hall of Fame tackle. Uh, just kind of have to add a nastiness to you. Oh, okay. Yeah, just you know, someone who like you, you finish blocks, and when they're down, you might give them an extra little kick in the nuts. Kick in the nuts. How, how, how's your mother? How's your mother doing? You know. Yeah. Uh, tell her hi for me. Something like that. So I, I, I really don't know why he fell. I think it's a great pick by the Buccaneers, and Buccaneers are making moves this off season. So we'll see what happens. I can't wait. That's enough NFL draft. Well, and let's just can okay. I give my opinion of the virtual NFL mm. draft. It was still as awful and boring as any other year. Yeah. But I'm not really into watching it in the first no. place. Yeah. You're, <laughs> you patronized me throughout it. And yeah. Well, beyond to me, like the first, I guess, the first round, like, why do you watch the second and third days? Like, just wait for, or like, why does it take so long? Well, it's, yeah. I mean, it's I a thought, long, drawn out thing, but that's, yeah. yeah. Drawn out, there's commercials. Like, sure. come on. That's well, not real. It's an event. They got to sell this time. All They haven't had real sporting events, so yeah, they had to sell as much commercials as they, as they can. Yeah. So Well, I, well I don't we know. have time. We're giving the team time to pick. No, it's like a commercial break time, mm-hmm. and it's all a bunch of BS. Yeah, I know, but I enjoyed it. I thought, I thought it was a success uh, for sure. You enjoyed it. Really? I did. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I did. Um, I Bulls, uh, weird. Bulls documentary, Last Dance. Um, Whew, episodes on one ESPN. And, on ESPN, yep. Um, episodes one and two were last weekend. Well, two weekends ago, so this past weekend on Sunday, which we we let this go on Sunday. So then when this is released, there'll be two more episodes, episodes coming up. Five, yeah, and, five six and six will be. Yep. 
Um, but three and four, I don't know. My takeaways, I thought I thought one and two were better than three and four. Three and four are so solid. Dennis Rodman didn't know this guy was such a personality. Who knew that? No. With dude. his zany hair and piercings, and I'm just joking. Yeah, I think we all knew he has more than a couple of screws loose, which I think is what made him maybe a good basketball player. Um, he's got some demons. He's got a lot of demons that he's clearly working through. I'm kind of surprised he's still alive. I'm glad that he is. And not, but um, he hasn't been like in the press in the way like uh, Mike Tyson has been or an OJ Simpson. And not that like Dennis Rodman is at that level, but they, they can be, I don't know. You know, I could see that being the case. Well, both, those other two guys have spent significant amount of time in jail prison prison um, hard time hard time rodman has not yeah that's surprising yeah, that rodman's ever been, been in jail before he, he yeah. hasn't con- committed any crimes yeah. or something you know and you think like somebody kind of who was like in kind of crazy in the league then would yeah. like go off the deep end when they when were career retired was over with, yeah. yeah well you know didn't. you know who he's besties with which is interesting and kind of relevant right now uh Kim Jong Un. Oh, okay, yeah. yeah. See, yeah. what and I do remember wh- that. What were they talking about? Wait, they had an actual relationship. Dennis Rodman like gets choked up talking about him, like that he's misunderstood. Is I think he's dead. Kim- I think he's weekend at Bernie's dead right now. They're just pretending he's alive and just you know carrying around his corpse. Oh my god! I, I think he's gone. Which fingers crossed, he needs to be gone. He's like one of the worst humans in the history of uh, mankind. They're gonna freaking send a <clears throat> missile at our house now, Michael. Well, bring it on, because that guy's horrible. I hope King John Un is dead. And I don't think that's controversial. I think everyone yeah, wants him dead, right? Yeah, I don't think people are going to disagree yeah. with you on that so. statement, but, you know, I'm just... Be careful. Um. So anyways, but yeah, Dennis Rodman, yeah, big personality. We get it. He somehow was allowed to have a vacation in the middle of the season, um, and Michael Jordan had to bust into his hotel room and say, hey, enough of the vacation's over with. Carmen Electric, get some clothes on. Dennis Rodman, you're coming with me. I need a rebounder. <laughs> what? That well, happened? I don't know about that. I think, and like, too, when I was like watching it, I'm like, I think that the other players were very kind in describing oh, yeah. their memory of that. Yeah. Like, I'm just curious when it was actually going on. Oh. Like, I'd be talking shit, be like, God damn it, Dennis. You know, you, how is this fair? This is yeah. not a team. You're not being exactly. a team player. Exactly. And- Which was, there's one person who allowed this to go on. And I think the only coach that could somehow make this work um, was Phil Jackson. I, I come one of my other takeaways from this Phil Jackson, that guy, he's the greatest coach of all time for sure. Yeah. Um, he took over. So Jordan, you know, he was already the best player in the league, I believe, when Jackson took over, but he couldn't get past the Pistons. You know, he had this hurdle he couldn't get over. They would kept going to Eastern Conference Finals and losing to the Pistons. Bring in Phil Jackson. He changes the whole offense. He puts in the tri- triangle offense, which NBA people know what the triangle offense is, and Phil Jackson is famous for. Um, but it just involves Jordan not dominating the ball, passing it more, um, you know, uh, whatever. Um, relying more and trusting in your other people to score and take some of the burden off you. You don't have to go out and drop 50 points every playoff game. Yeah. You know, you can uh, rely on John Paxton, obviously Scottie Pippen, and all these other um, – Steve Kerr, Players. Dennis. Like how often would Dennis Rodman score? Not a lot. He's more of a, you know, a missed shot. He gets the offensive rebound. He gets the putback. Um, he's not a big scorer. He's all about defense and rebounding. Probably the best rebounder of all time. Um, and why do they say that? Like, I remember that about yeah. him. That he, Oh, Dennis Rodman was a great rebounder. He, he was. I mean, I'd have to, you know, I was still kind of younger. And it's interesting. The art of rebounding, you know, 
because he wasn't like the biggest like you know Shaq got a lot of rebounds and Tim Duncan all these people are over seven feet, seven feet tall as well duh Rodman he's a now I wonder how big Rodman I mean, he was under six ten for sure um, so just the fact he was able to anticipate and when he ta- when he was talking in the documentary he said he had just was able to read by the spin of the ball which way the ball was going to bounce off yeah um, yeah and you know if you can you know get 10 more rebounds a game he had like a science to his oh oh, yeah for sure and Um, physics to his you know play yeah so uh that makes a huge difference um but anyways yeah phil jackson just all those different personalities the way he was able to you know treat dennis rodman this way and treat michael jordan that way um bringing this new offense the triangle offense i just phil jackson um kind of just his backstory too i didn't know how he i knew he played for the knicks uh, I knew he was a former NBA player, uh-huh. not like a great player by any means, and then but just showed his whole progress of coming up to the coaching ranks. And he was coaching in like some random leagues in I've, Puerto Rico, Puerto Rico, wherever, or just people were getting shot. Players were uh, <laughs> just like what? So that's where Phil Jackson got to start at. So yeah. I, I didn't know that at all. Um, I, they called him the Zen Master for some of these uh, different ways, you know, spiritual things that he followed yeah Um, and i think like him and dennis rodman were kind of kindred spirits in that way which i don't think any other coach especially where dennis rodman went through this phase post pistons where he was this bigger than life character like the spurs he was on the spurs they they didn't know what to do with him yeah Um, so no one else could control dennis rodman or get the most out of him besides phil jackson um and that's what phil jackson did for any type of player and he just knew what buttons to push and how to treat he, he didn't treat everybody the same he knew he could treat he needed to treat dennis Rodman like this he needed to treat you know scotty pippen and michael jordan like this right and so on and so forth so um yeah phil jackson yeah definitely the greatest coach of all time um and yeah that's that was my biggest takeaway of just how awesome he was and obviously dennis Rodman being a personality i already knew that but some of the little anecdotes of like him taking a vacation in the middle of the season is interesting and um, yeah, it's it's been an awesome documentary, and every Sunday I'm, I'm looking forward to it for right? sure. And so, in like my perspective too, it's so fascinating to think about these guys are stars, but it's before social media and like mm. that kind of like intimate access you could have had mm-hmm. on them, and how that would have like played a distraction too for them as a team like think if instagram and all dennis rodman existed in the world of instagram and facebook instead of just existing in the world of like tabloids published weeks later of him with carmen electra at vegas and it's like on that's not like real like live like Mm -hmm. it is now or something and how that would play an effect could phil jackson coach dennis to behave appropriately yeah in today's era yeah it'd be (laughs) more difficult for sure yeah Um, or just a huge distraction they have so many clips of like the press like michael is like michael jordan's up against like the lockers or something or against the wall and like the all these microphones in his face after a game asking him the same Same annoying questions questions. yeah especially that last season yeah yeah. Yeah. like how do you not snap like were they coached by like psychiatrists as well and pr people to like hold your um temper it seems like they had to have been yeah there's no way that he just naturally was able to hold that together yeah Yeah, especially when you are like at that point michael jordan was beyond a star you know he's air uh, jordan and endorsements and like want to be like mike right making more money off of endorsements than even like in his sixth 
or that that season of the mm. NBA and stuff, and he still keeps his cool. But maybe that's like again because you got to keep your cool because you're gonna keep all your endorsements this way. Don't snap. True. Yeah. <laughs> I just like think that it's like that's what's fascinating to me is like you have your job, which is to win these games but there's so much like dennis rodman was saying he's like you know you don't understand there's so yeah. much other shit he, like can, if, he can handle it yeah he had to yeah. take vacations in the middle of the season yeah, no. <laughs> right. yeah. I, i'm like fascinated by that and like keeping your like cool as a professional athlete with all this like pressure just oh, yeah. to like win the game of like a, when it comes down to it the bare bones is like you still are playing a physical like basketball game oh yeah absolutely just in front of twenty thousand people plus all the people watching, plus all the press in your face afterwards if you lost and is it your last yeah. season and why are you in Vegas and what do you think of this? And no, the, so the normal person can't do it. That's why Michael Jordan's Michael Jordan. Um, I do the one person in Michael Jordan's category, and though I do say Michael Jordan's greatest of all time, LeBron James is a close second. The hype that LeBron James had coming up started in high school. He was supposed to be the next Michael Jordan. Well, he's pretty much lived up to that. The fact that he's able, like, since, like, a freshman or sophomore in high school, he was deemed, you know, the next great guy. For LeBron James, had lived up to all of that. Um, and finally getting a championship for Cleveland. When he got it, when he went to Miami and did that and got his first couple of rings, that was one thing. When he finally got that championship in Cleveland, that's where I said, man, he's 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 not Jordan. He's just a, he's just a hair under Jordan. Um, the thing that separates Jordan from LeBron Jordan six and zero in NBA Finals, never lost a final. Six NBA Finals MVPs, and he had a two year hiatus. He did three, went and played baseball for two years, did another three. Could it have been eight in a row. It's easy to say. It's easy to say it could have been eight in a row. Mm-hmm. Those this, so those two years that he didn't win it. Do you know what? It was just one team. They won two the years Lakers. In, that was the Houston Rockets. Oh, which was a very good Houston Rockets team. Uh, Hall of Famer Akeem Olajuwon, um, who was in his prime. See, and I just I wonder what the Bulls versus the Rockets, and also this was during the Orlando Magic. Orlando Magic went to the finals oh. with Shaq and Penny, um, and they lost to the Houston. So they would have had to have gone through Orlando. A lot of people still say because when so Jordan came back, okay, so he missed the the whole first season. He came back at the end of his second year, so. Anyone like ninety four, ninety five, he missed. So the and so he came back at the end of the ninety five season, and he played in the playoffs for the Bulls, and they lost to the Magic. But Jordan, he was wearing number forty five. He wasn't twenty three. Yeah, I was he was rusty. Ask that. He was rusty. So, so that so that's why they lost to the Magic. This was a normal twenty three Jordan who had played all year. You know they beat the Magic. But a lot of people say that's unfair, and a lot of people say that those two years he went played baseball that actually gave him time to like recover. Um, like there's no way he could have done eight in a row. That just would have been way too insane. Grueling. grueling. So people say that break was necessary. I, I don't know. All I know is he did go to the finals six times and he's six and oh, six NBA finals MVPs. So yeah. LeBron James can't say that he's lost at least two finals, if not three. Um, how many finals has LeBron gone to total? He's, he's been, he's been to more than Jordan. Uh, gosh, I, I don't know. Eight, I want to say he's either like three and five or four and four or something like that. Um, and this year, I don't know what's going on in the NBA season. I have no idea now. That's canceled. Is it? I mean, they would, <laughs> they would, hopefully they still throw playoffs together, but it's like, it seems like the season's over. Like, I forget what. Are they in shape still? No, like, no. What does an NBA player do during 
hiatus of coronavirus in the middle of the season. I feel like it's canceled just like how all the other sports were. High schoolers are canceled and all that. It's like, I'm sorry. Yeah, that's sad. Because, yeah, and that's also against LeBron. Like, he could have definitely. It's between the Lakers, Clippers in the West. The Bucks are going to go in the East. So it's pretty much there's three teams, and the Lakers is one of them. This is LeBron's one of his chances to win it yeah. this year. And, like, the year that Kobe Bryant passed away, it was a really good story. Um, so that's – I mean, there's just so much stuff that's being lost right now because of this pandemic. A lot more important stuff, like jobs, um, people's ability to pay rent as opposed to sports. But, um, yeah, there's a lot of stuff being lost right now, um, that being one of them. So, anyways, Bill's Last Dance, great documentary – uh, yeah. How many it, are there? There's ten episodes. Ten episodes, total. but it's five, five Sundays because there's two. They show two every Sunday. Yeah. So there's ten total. And then it will be on Netflix afterwards. In case you missed it or you want to watch it again, yeah, yeah. Netflix. Um, so yeah, in regards to the sports returning, there's been talk just recently, like the last day or two. Major League Baseball will be the other thing. What's going on with that? We should be in the second month of baseball now. With Charlie Sheen. Um, Major League, yeah. Okay. Chuck Sheen. Uh, <laughs> wild thing. When you said Major League Baseball, I immediately thought of Charlie Sheen. Well, sure. Why not? Yeah. Um, gosh, is he still? I'm surprised he hasn't the corona because he has that tiger's blood thing that he was into for a while. Yeah. And, and he has HIV. And he has HIV. Oh, man. Unbelievable. Okay. And I've been that watching Real Housewives of Beverly Hills lately and Denise yeah. Richards was bringing him up. They used to go together? Apparently. <laughs> Um, so yeah, I feel like that's why he's in the front of my mind lately. Huh. And that's why. He should be in the front of everyone's minds because yeah, Chuck Sheen, why not? That's who we need to look to. What, why has he been laying low? I don't know. I, again, it's like, it's an Instagram follow away if he's even on it. He's out or, you know, he's on Twitter, right? But I've never been a Twitterer. I still don't get it. I don't, I'm not, I'm not any of that stuff, but yeah. Um, so anyways, MLB, they're talking about a 100-game season, which I like, because a 162-game season to begin with is way, way too long. Um, who has time for that, especially in this day and age? So they're talking about a 100-game season, three divisions of 10 teams, which would be interesting. Um, it would just be based on you know the re- regional. Um, the Twins, which is my team, I'm a Minnesota guy, would be in a division with the normal suspects who are already in the division, but then also the Cubs and the Cardinals, some of these other local teams. So I think it would be fun. I think it would be okay. better than 162-game season. Um, but I don't know. They're talking about only playing in states that don't have a lot of cases. The World Series might just be in Los Angeles no matter what because it would be in November. They want it in a warmer weather state because there might be a second wave of this stuff coming on in the fall. So there's just, there's just a lot of ifs and buts. And if there is a second wave, when I, I don't know. When would it start? When would it allegedly start? Um, Fourth of July. Oh, I knew you were going yeah. to say that. Okay, so are they going to keep the Field of Dreams game? I, that's That's been canceled. Shut up. Yeah, that's going really... a huge deal Yeah, for us. Yeah, White when, Sox, Yankees, yeah. Yeah, that Field of Dreams game was going to take place in the Field of Dreams in Iowa. In that, yeah. Is that Fairfield? I don't know if it's Fairfield. I mean, it, is, is this heaven? <laughs> no, it's Iowa. Okay. <laughs> where, is, where is the Field of Dreams? I swear it's in Fairfield. Colfax Mingo? No. I just like saying that. You always see that exit. Colfax Mingo. Mitchellville. I don't think it's fair. Dyersville. 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 <laughs> <It> is, yeah. <laughs> Again, inaccurate information will always be. No, yeah, that's another casualty of this whole pandemic. Um, well, good. They can do it next year, maybe, I, whatever. It's yeah. not good, but it's like, didn't those go on sale? And like, they yeah, were being the bought out. Sale? Yeah, I think they're being bought out by like, 
third parties or whatever ticket brokers that were then jacking up the prices yeah people yeah it was getting corrupt so somehow it should yeah. only be sold to iowa citizens for sure yeah absolutely yeah um and first brown goes to people who live in dyersville and then fairfield because sure, i said then, so yeah cool and then they and, can yeah. mark it up however they want True. I bet the Airbnb business in Dyersville, Iowa, has just hit. The well, they were like band. building hotels just specifically for that event. No way. And I don't know if they actually did or not, and now those people are whatever, whoever invested in that or how many. But Ugh. um, well, maybe they'll eventually do it next year. I, I don't know, but I'm talking 100 game MLB season. I like that. Starting the Fourth of July. Fourth of July, or... it would yeah, though it would finish up in November, middle of November. Um, which could be a little dicey, you know, in some of these Midwest states. So they were just they were just saying Los Angeles because that's where the All Star Game would have been. But now there's not an All Star Game, so they don't lose out on the revenue. Just say, hey, World Series in Los Angeles. Everyone likes that destination. It'll be warm in yeah November. So. Plenty of coronavirus to share then. Exactly. So um, interesting thought. We'll see. It's just the initial um, talkings of this, but talkings I, like who's talking that. I, the rumors are being, I don't know, sports oh. people that follow this sort of thing. I don't know. It's not the MLB issuing a... Statement, no. No, it's not. I don't believe so. Again, accurate information is not what we <laughs> Michael, do. Michael, Google stuff before... Well, I did. There was a lot of vague information, yeah. It was just, it's just very initial. It's no official statement, no. Okay. Um, so anyway, so that's where we're at with MLB. We get the NFL draft, our NBA talk was the Bulls doc. That's MLB. Those are the three sports I'm hitting on. Okay, and do you have any other questions, Lauren? Well, quite, well, here's my thing. So my expertise, <laughs> sports, duh, been there. We just did that. Other expertise, parenting to my two boys. Right now, and it's hard to say anyone's actually thriving during this pandemic, but besides it, grocery stores, grocery stores, Amazon, Amazon, Zoom, Netflix, um, <laughs> those are businesses, companies. I'm talking yeah. about actual human beings. My youngest son, Court- Cortland, Delmer. We'll leave it at that. Okay. CD. Um, Cortland. C O R T L A N is how you spell it. Why don't you just tell everybody their social security number? Uh, 480. No. Um, so, Cortland, he has been thriving during this pandemic. Why do I say that? Well, he's not going to daycare right now. Daycare does a great job in caring for our children and all the other children um, that they tend to. But. Um, as you can imagine, you got a bunch of one-year-olds in a room, you know, they're not getting all the necessary attention that a one-year-old feels like they should get. Um, and also when it comes to sleeping and napping at daycare, it's tough. There's a lot going on. It's bright. There's a lot of noises, you know, when I pick him up from daycare, he's obviously very exhausted and tired because he's just taking a couple probably real quick cat naps, if you will. Pass outs. Pass outs because he's passing out due to exhaustion. Um... (laughs) During this pandemic, he gets what his, kind of school do you send your kids yeah, to? Yeah, no, he gets his two hour, about two hour nap in the, in, in the morning time, um, late morning, early afternoon. Then he takes another. Now mid- that he's at home. Now that he's at home, yeah. yeah, then he'll take another hour, an hour and a half nap um, in the middle of the afternoon. Um, two a days. Two a days, exactly. And then we're so Cortland's favorite thing to do, and the weather has turned here in Iowa, thankfully. Um, his happy space to go to is his radio flyer um, wagon. Oh. which he has so you we strap him in that wagon him and i uh we'll take we'll take drake too um we'll do an hour to sometimes two hours wagon ride just in our neighborhood just walking walking loves every second of it can't, <laughs> can't get enough of it loves the sights the smells today was windy he was feeling that wind that breeze come through you have to remember to put sunscreen on him because well see here's i'm darker complected 
as does Drake. You're very fair. Everyone should be wearing sunscreen, sunscreen. regardless okay. of their skin tone. Okay. There is a canopy on top of the wagon, which partially covers them, but not all the way. So I know what you're saying. And he is fair skin. So um, now that we're coming into the more summer months here eventually, that is a good idea. We don't want any sunburn. Poor parenting number one. Well, no, he, he, <laughs> he hasn't gotten burned. I think he's got maybe a little bit of color on his cheeks. There hasn't been any sunburn, so no one freak out. Okay. I'm on top of it. But anyway, he's been thriving. Um, and then obviously... In daycare, you are exposed to, obviously, germs, and he's, every once in a while, well, he would get a fever, it seemed like, or maybe a small ear infection here, that runny nose all the time, or a mm-hmm. cough. None of that's going on now that at home. He's only around, you know, you, me, and Drake. Um, yeah, and knock on wood, I don't want to jinx it, but all of a sudden, remember last night, we're like, hey, Corlin's been sleeping through the night now. Oh, yeah. Like, he'll go to bed at 6.30, and then he'll sleep for 12 hours, and he won't wake up till 6.30 or 7. Now, this has been going on for, like, almost two weeks straight now. Yeah. Knock on wood, which is nice. Um, so. He is thriving. He's thriving. I, I definitely agree with that. So, if anybody's going to make out, like, a bandit, it's that Cortland kid. Cortland, yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, I feel bad for daycare, because they do a great job at daycare, and, you know, there's a lot of people that rely on that, and they're a small business, so. Um. He will be going back to daycare eventually, and, I know. It, and it'll be good for him. But right now, I mean, I hate to say it, you know, he's he's doing fine without it. And he's loving it. So. He's having a growth spurt because he's been able to get more sleep mm-hmm. and just yeah, a little bit more love for mom and dad. It's like our second maternity leave in yeah, a way. Kind of. So you know, you have to look at the bright spots during this stuff, and that's kind of a bright spot, if you will. Bright spot, a light at the end of the tunnel. At the end of the dark. Dark, dark coronavirus tunnel that we're all trapped in. Yeah, it's unbelievable. I know. Remember I was telling you, I don't know if I even know what light at the end of the tunnel means. Oh, I don't know, but you're back and operating. Yeah, kind of. Kind of, okay. No. Well, not fully, true. No, I, we're not. Okay. And so it's just, uh, but any day that could change. True. Where the light, it's like lights on or lights off. There's no like dimming slowly mm-hmm. the sun is rising it's like lights on lights off so. yeah because yeah even this partial opening or everyone you have to wear masks and take temperatures and it doesn't feel like you're back it doesn't feel normal yeah obviously it's, it's not going to and yeah. that's the weird thing it's like i don't want this to feel normal i mm. wanted to just go back to what i know was normal i don't know if that's gonna happen no and i'm not like hopeful that it is i don't want to like have this like high hope or something mm-hmm. and then that kind of be like let down I'm very realistic that this might be the reality for who knows how long. Like, oh, it could yeah. be the rest of the year. Like, it just, it could be. That is a possibility. And so I'm just telling myself that to, yeah. like, coach myself through it. I would say plan on that for now, yeah. Just the whole 2020 cancel. Yeah. Just because My optimism, mm-hmm. though, is that when I say, like, the differences, it's, like, the protocols that we have in place, like, taking everybody's you know taking their temperature yeah. getting their temperature taken before they check in and um, wearing masks and stuff like that that's just very makes it feel just like a it's a strange thing and doesn't feel normal and i am like optimistic that this will phase out by the end of june or something to where we're just like you know what like it's you know the masks aren't as helpful as we think they are i don't know like what i just don't like the mass i don't well, know but they, they do stop uh bad breath from being transmitted 
right? Yeah, to other people. But what if you have bad breath and you can smell it? And it's coming back at you. <laughs> yeah. So even just coming back. Oh, man. That, that could be lethal. Yeah. You used to brush your teeth. That should be at the end of our podcast, too. Stay safe. Stay healthy. Wash your hands. Brush, brush your, your teeth. teeth yeah. Wipe your butt. Like, all of that. Mm, okay. Because, but then wash your hands. After, after you the that. butt wipe, yeah, sure. Yeah, sure. What order should it be? Brush your, wash your hands, brush your teeth, wipe your butt, wash your hands. Stay <sighs> safe, stay, stay healthy. healthy. Stay optimistic, everyone. Exactly. Um, and so is that all you wanted to cover was like Cortland thriving? Well, or? Cortland thriving. We kind of hit the three sports. Um, I, I, you know, I cannot wait. What I really, like I think I maybe said previously, I don't want this to screw up the NFL season. Like, especially this country. We need a regular NFL season. The offseason moves. Tom Brady's a Buccaneer. Um, we just need a solid NFL season. I don't want to shorten NFL season. Then, I uh, just, no. It's already short, right? Well, like the, it's... Uh, well, we have the draft go off normally. Yeah, some of these uh, offseason training activities aren't okay. Or, I mean, like, just in general, the NFL season is oh, not well, yeah. very long, or no, it's only exactly. one game a week. This isn't baseball, where you have 162 games. Yeah, it's only 16 games. Yeah. And baseball um, still gets 100 games on their shortened season. Well, that, 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 like I said, that is a plus for baseball. It's too long of a season. This could be some sort of game changer for baseball, I feel What like. would it do that would make it better? You're just like, like, pitchers would be more well, competitive or something? Well, so 162 games, so one game, you know, it's just the importance level. If you only have 100 games, then, like, every season has much more meaning, I feel like. Okay. Um, you can just start going through the motions, you know, in baseball. How many games in a 162 season would you need to win on win to like make it to the playoffs? Typically, typically, I know it's 90. like you have to win to have it. a chance to win your division about 94 to 100. Uh, if you want 100, you're definitely going. But in baseball, like everyone's gonna, what do they say? Win 50 and lose 50, or no, win 60 and lose 60. So that's that 100 in between that makes the difference well now you're just getting 100 yeah so it just makes every game much more meaningful um and you said that there'd be three divisions of 10 teams yeah and is that how many there are total anyway no right now there's six there's three in the american league and three in the national league there's six divisions of five to make your 30 oh okay three divisions of 10 oh yeah so Hmm. which sounds interesting i don't know how many times you'd be playing each other but that'd be the majority of your games would be other nine people in your division i would think which I said, like, the Cubs and Cardinals originally for me. Like, I know a lot of Cubs fans and Cardinals fans around here. We'd be playing them more. That'd be fun. Oh, okay. Yeah. But they'd be, be playing in, like, Arizona. and. <laughs> I, I don't – that hasn't been ironed out yet. I, I know spring training would take place in Arizona and Florida like it normally does. Okay. Um, which would – spring training would supposedly be supposedly be the last part of June to get um, baseball ready. Get okay. The, get the body ready for – the actual season which would start after the fourth of july so we'll we'll say i don't know it's it's hard for me to say that yeah okay keep in mind though my taylor swift concert which was going to be in an nfl stadium at the end of july yeah. that was canceled so that's why it's hard for me to gauge oh well, well then we'll be going back to but crowd I think this is no fans i think this is no fans too oh are you kidding yeah me? i think there might be no fans so oh yeah then just i don't know i no, cancel it. Did you want to touch on the meat packing plant outbreaks or <laughs> we can't You're scared sure. you're scared of meat right now. Which I say don't be scared of all meat. Why? Well, Why wouldn't I be like in theory more questionable of the product? Tr- I would say try to now focus on <clears throat> high quality meats. Kind of grass fed, grass feet, 
uh, finish organic type products. But I still need to know what slaughterhouse they came from or something. Cause... Well, I know. There's Tyson outbreak in Iowa, and yeah, I mean, it's bad conditions to begin with. Um, this is kind of putting a spotlight, I think, on Yeah, and just wait for it to happen at the other bad condition workplaces that mm-hmm. exist in different industries. Like, that's going True. to yeah. come to fruition. So. All right. Well, you're probably right about that, unfortunately. Yeah. I know. So, but just, of course, I'm going to, like, be in questioning me. And haven't they, like, said to, like, expect the prices to go up? Because, in theory, we're going to have a shortage and... Fine, then don't buy it when it's, like, that expensive. Like, just don't buy it. You don't need meat for the next two weeks. You'll be fine. Well, you'll be fine, but I still, I'm pro meat. You're keto Mike or whatever, and so, yeah, it makes it easier to just eat the meat versus, like, okay, you still Mm want to be, you can be a keto vegetarian or pescatarian or whatever for two weeks. Yeah, probably, yeah. It's, that's, like, my point, is, like, yeah. just don't be a victim of that. I would not buy a $15 steak that was normally 6 No, oh, okay. Yeah, that probably wouldn't be very prudent right now. No, no. it's stupid. So just, I, I don't know. Is that all we wanted to talk about with the meatpacking? Well, <laughs> I know that you've, it's kind of been a little hot spot the last couple of days, and you're just kind of rallying against it yeah i just like i told you but you know i told you to buy butcher box or something and i did i put that in that order in today you did but did you check what slaughterhouse it goes to no i don't know if i'm able to find that information just contact them okay i'm sure they have a chat bot on their website and then have a robot answer it where does the cow what happens to the cow when it's done grazing the grass see what the chat bot says well it goes into a dark tunnel and there's a light at the end oh boy okay (laughs) and you know the cow what was that um, tummy the cattle prod or whatever that's how they take them out no country for old men where the guy was just carrying around that little yeah deal and that's how he was killing everyone it's like just a shot of condensed air air, right and then it's in and out you know yeah i never really knew about that until that movie um i didn't even know what what he was doing like i saw the movie like why i'm like what is this device yeah i don't know if he was shooting it or what like what was going on oh my gosh michael that's so creepy Uh, and i swear they did that like kind of clip in temple grandin not well (laughs) 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 no she was like a cow whisperer and she made that cow device to calm them down. Yes, but then they also like show them at the slaughterhouse, and at the end, they yeah they get like oh, air. Really? I think so. Is that how they do? Well, that's like the humane way to do it. Right. That's just that. That's the best way to do it. I hope that's um, yeah. Oh man, well, so this is not, you're gonna turn yeah. into, You were a vegetarian. Well, once. humans are meant to eat meat, so I'm just putting that out there. Okay. And Ethically. Don't get me into plants and their anti nutrients and yeah anti-nutrients yeah there's a reason why you eat too much salad you get the salad runs if you will it doesn't digest well so anyways we're supposed to eat meat so i'm not going to be anti-meat yeah do i feel bad for some of the butchering and slaughterhouse stuff that's going on out there yeah it's nasty but yeah um there are plenty of ethical farmers and organic farmers out there doing it the right way so that's what i need to try to focus on and butcher box is one of those uh, sources to get that from so. i know or we need to find a butcher a local butcher no yeah that'd be and we need to get a deep freezer like there's all these things well, yeah that would be good for sure but it's not that hard to do why are we not getting a deep freeze 
because I can't go to Lowe's, or I can't go to Lowe's. Lowe's is open. Yeah, I, I, we we need to get we need to get on that okay. the next couple months. Maybe by the next podcast, we'll do an update on the deep freeze update. I know. So, okay, that's yeah. a goal that we it's can a goal. set. Yeah, I like it, Michael. Wow. All right. So that was Mike's uh, turn to host again, and I'll be coming back at you five episodes from today. Yeah, and how was I gonna? God willing. Yeah, how are we gonna like title this episode? Is it called episode ten, Mike's turn to host? I yeah. think that's what we're gonna do. Sure. But then, like, if I ever need to refer back to, oh, it's one of the Mike's turn to host episode. I think it's like oh, that'll be easy because it'll be like five, ten, it's every five, fifteen. Can we get to episode fifteen? It's fifty fifty <laughs> for sure. And is that because of coronavirus or just just the lack of meaningful content? Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, we'll yeah. work on it. <laughs> All right. I love it, Michael. Well. Good. Thanks again for, do you want to close it since it's your turn? Well, thanks to guys for um, lending me your time. I know um, time is money, as they say, but we have a lot of extra free time right now, so I'm glad you're spending it with me. Um, Stay safe. Stay healthy. Stay sober and wash your hands. Wash your hands.